and welcome to the Atma Podcast. I'm Lozzie. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you had a good New Year's, whatever you were doing. I hope if you had a messy one, you've survived, you got through it. And, you know, if you're a bit promiscuous, I hope the clap goes away soon. But, look, I'm on my own today, okay? My fault. I've planned to do something on the Thursday evening, so I can't do the podcast on the Thursday evening live. But I'm sure next week we will be we will be able to. If I can get my words out, it will be the eleventh next next Thursday. So that's the all things should be fine. Should be fine. Anyway, yes, I hope you've had a good New Year's. I had a quite. A, I didn't drink a lot of New Year's, but it felt like it did just because I'm getting older and it doesn't take a lot anymore to to put this kid down. And I don't know why I just described myself as a kid. I'm nearly thirty years old. Thirty fucking years, you know, on this planet. That's you know, I don't know how long my life expectancy is, but let's go with 90 at the absolute best, right? Because as you can tell, I've not, you know, if you're watching this, you know that my body is just screaming at me and has been for like the best part of 20 years. But you know, you just dial it down, you dial it down and now you just can't hear it. No, I'm tra- I'm taking steps. But anyway, look, best case scenario best case a third of my life gone happy new year happy new year i hope you're having a great time i hope you know you've you've just come to the realization that maybe you are in the same boat if you are approaching 30 a third of your life has gone welcome enjoy the podcast it's going to be an uplifting one believe it or not it is actually going to be an uplifting podcast that was the plan anyway. I don't know if that's going to go to plan based on what's happened this far and we're like two minutes in. So, you know, strap in. And if you're that way inclined, strap on. Because it's a new year, new you. I hate that fucking saying. But anyway, look, this episode's going to be hopefully a bit of a uplifting one. Just to get you, a lot of people this time of year I've done it myself many, many times. I now am dead set against doing this just because of how many times I've failed. And it's just not a thing that works. And if you've seen the thumbnail, you know what I'm going to be talking about. New Year's resolutions. They just don't work. They just don't work. A lot of people set them on January the 1st. Like, if you literally set yourself the goal of eating healthier, losing weight, on January the 1st, literally the clock ticks over to 12 o'clock midnight and you're there going i'm gonna eat healthy now that's not gonna happen it just won't happen and in my experience it definitely hasn't worked and i'm not alone because i have some statistics to back what i'm saying up which is rare i don't just make these things up and say you know i'm i'm an absolute wealth of knowledge and statistics the levels of autism in my mind just you know what I mean Just, I don't know why I said that to be honest don't know why but we'll carry on but yeah I'm a wealth of I'm a wealth of knowledge at least uh I hope I hope I am I'm not a wealth of knowledge I know some facts I know some statistics all right if you just saw a jump cut by the way this is a this is going to be a um, 
this is for people obviously going to be watching it, not listening to it, because you won't hear the jump cut. You can only really see it. If you did just see a jump cut like 20 seconds ago, that's because I made a joke about something that I deemed not great to put into the podcast. So we'll see how brave I am. And if I've kept it in, you would have heard it and you would have seen it. And if I didn't keep it in, people watching this would have seen the jump cut and you know that I am a pussy. But there we go. Starting 2024 really fucking strong. But yeah, New Year's resolutions. Um, First of all, my New Year's was very good. I enjoyed it. Had a few drinks. Had a lot to eat. As you do at Christmas, I went big this year, as I do every year. Um, I just was saying I went big. That's it. That is my default setting. But I did enjoy myself. It wasn't as messy as a few, you know, a few New Year's parties have been messy and... It's not been a great time, but yeah, I, I'm going to try my best not to, you know, get people down because I want this to be an uplifting podcast. Basically, the premise of this podcast is a lot of people, I know a lot of people listening to this, a lot of people watching this will have made New Year's resolutions and I guarantee you some people who have made those resolutions have already broken them. And I've already fucked them off. By the time this goes out, it will be the 4th of January. Four days into January and people will have fucked off their New Year's resolutions. And I know that because I know people who have. And I have. Like, two or three years ago, I was like, right, it's probably about time you start, you know, doing some exercise a bit more, eating a bit healthier. January the 1st, I said it on January the 1st. And then my mum was like, oh, she's got some leftover of food here. Do you want to take it? Do you want to take it home? Mum, what are you doing? Yeah, bag it up. Give us a little baggie. Give us a little goodie bag. But yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's meant to be uplifting. I hope it will be. We're going to go into some, what the most common ones are. I'm sure most people already know what the most common ones are. But yeah, there's some statistics in the UK. It seems like younger people are more inclined to make new year's resolutions and like the older you get the less you give a fuck so i mean that kind of tracks kind of makes sense Uh, i know some people will have the new year's resolution of drinking more water stay hydrated i mean i've got a water bottle here but i've also got a uh, leftover can from christmas this is not well it's it's basically fanta lemon but it's like the Lidl or Aldi brand. And it's zero sugar. Well, it says it's zero sugar. Could be a lie, because who checks these things? Um, but it tastes good. So I'm just going to have this last can, and it will be the last one, then I'm back on water. I mean, I, I do still drink water, so, you know, don't don't be concerned. I've not fallen off the wagon. But all I'm saying is that a New Year's resolution that's quite common is to drink more water. Um, it is a vile substance if you just drink it out of the tap. Honestly, it's just... <sighs> you want me to refreshing? Oh, God, that got me in the throat. Yeah. Carbonated drinks, you love them. You love them. But water, it's... Depends on where you live. If you live in... If you're living in the north, the water tends to be, in my personal opinion, a little bit better to drink. I know when I was in York... 
a few years ago um, for, I think it was like seven or eight weeks. The tap water there was glorious. Well, not glorious. It wasn't as good as like bottled water, but the tap water was very passable. And that is, to me, that's a win. But yeah, I now just put up with the fact that this, you know, once was a nice bottle of water that even me saying a nice bottle of water makes me a bit depressed just because it's like the most boring of fucking drinks. But it is good for you. I mean, we have survived on water for quite a while. So, yeah. But bottled water is obviously superior to tap water. But again, that is a that is a resolution a lot of people have. And I wish you well in it. I will I'm not gonna plug something. I mean I am, but I'm not I'm not getting paid for it or anything, you know what I mean? Um there is a product called Air Up. Let me just see if I can get it up on screen for people who are watching. For the audio listeners, basically it's a water bottle. Right, and uh it has like a a disc that goes over the top of the mouthpiece that you drink from. And it is like this disc has the scent and you there's like different flavours. You can have like cola, um, lemon, lime. There's a coffee one. Don't know why the fuck you'd have that, but the coffee one, um there's a mixed berry, there's like orange and raspberry or something like that. Um, there's quite a few different flavours is what I'm getting at basically and how it works is very interesting because I thought it was bullshit I thought it was 100% bullshit you know they speak the bullshit Um, but you essentially fill the bottle up with water there's a straw that goes from the nozzle at the top down to the bottom obviously so the water gets drawn up from it when you you know suck the water through the straw as you do and uh, this disc on the top, if you kind of like lift it up slightly, still not, don't lift it completely off, but just lift it up slightly and then you drink the water from the bottle. The fragrance from the disc makes you taste what the flavour is. It's not like, you know, it's not like drinking cordial but or squash, but you can get the subtle taste of it and it is quite good. I did that for quite a long time to get onto water and now I've just been able to fuck the bottle off and the refills because the refills are quite fucking expensive. They're a bit fucking expensive. But it was good kind to uh, get me off of like just drinking Pepsi and Pepsi Max and all that shit and then replacing that with maybe more water, which I think for everyone would be a good idea. But yeah, maybe try it out. I'm going to get it on the screen for the uh, video watches or the watches of the video. You know what I mean? I don't know why I needed to put video in there. Air Up, I think it's called. Air Up. It sounds a lot worse than it actually is. Trust me. It is actually pretty cool. Right. Let's put this on screen. So, you essentially get the bottle, right? Where are the discs? The pods, they call them pods. Okay, that's cool. Right, they do cola pods, they do chocolate orange pods, cherry pods, iced tea pods, watermelon. That can get fucked. I hate watermelon. It's such a shite flavour. 
they got so many more flavors than when I was doing this. This was like maybe early last year, or maybe it was early 2022. No, it must have been early 2022. My hair is absolutely just raging. Um, yeah, iced coffee, mango, passion fruit, coconut, honeydew, melon, lavender. Ugh! Fuck that. Ugh. Yeah, as you can see, you get three pods, right? And I think three pods equals 15 litres of water, like, that you will be able to taste the flavour. Obviously, it fades after a while, so you have to replace the pods or the discs. But the six ninety nine a pack for the like the most popular ones, like cherry cola, I've never had that, but that sounds nice. And they make fifteen liters of water apparently. So yeah, maybe that's an idea if you want to get into more water. Again, not sponsored. Wish it was, but you know what I mean. I'm just you know it's just a shout out. You know what I mean. Just, you know, if you need something that you wanted to start drinking more water, maybe that's an option. I don't know. I do hope that Air Up aren't um, unhappy with me recommending their product. But I did come off it, so I made it sound like a drug. Brilliant. They're probably never, ever going to pay me. Not that they had any obligation to, but, you know what I mean, just basically compared it to a drug. Anyway, that's an option. That is an option. New Year's resolution, water, drink more water. There you go. I've given you maybe an option for you to start drinking more water, maybe. Another one is to drink less alcohol. For me, I've, I don't drink a lot of alcohol, personally. Um, there's a few people that I know in my family who want to start drinking a little bit less alcohol. None. I don't really think anyone in my family is a big drinker. Really, and I know I know of a few people that are big drinkers, and you know, I mean, they will go to the pub like pretty much every other day. Is what it is. Some people use it as a social occasion. Some people just go there to drink the place fucking dry. Is what it is. But yeah, another common New Year's resolution. I tell you what, let's get the statistics up. And this is from Forbes Advisor. Whatever the fuck that is. I'll put it on screen. So research from Forbes Advisor has revealed that almost a third, 30% of Brits, will be setting New Year's resolutions in 2024. The research revealed that a further 8% are yet to decide whether or not they will set goals for the coming year. The trend of setting New Year's resolutions is expected to be more widespread in 2024. Research reveals that in 2023, less than one in five people, 19%, set resolutions. Younger people are most likely to set New Year's resolutions with more than half of those aged 18 to 34, which makes 51%, planning to set one in 2024. Meanwhile, over a third of individuals, 34%, Age 35 and fifth, age between 35 and 54, will be setting New Year goals, and just 12% of people aged 55 and above will be doing so. So yeah, very clear that it's a kind of young thing, you know, millennial and Gen Z. About the only time we're going to team up. I don't even know what the the generations are to be honest. I've just completely lost track. 
what comes after Gen Z? Is it Gen X? No, that doesn't sound right, does it? I don't know. Let us know down in the comments. Not that I really give a fuck, but let us know. Overall, nearly one in five British people, 18%, feel under pressure to set New Year's resolutions. I completely agree. I feel like the entire reason that anyone actually ever does New Year's resolutions is because they feel like they have to. And then they become the most likely to break them just because they want to be included in, oh, yeah, I'll start doing that. I'll start doing this. I want to, you know, stop drinking. I want to go to the gym. I want to lose weight, blah, blah, blah. You're just doing it to be included. You're kind of, you're being a bit of a sycophant. I know I might have got that wrong. But you you want to just be included in something, you know. That's what I feel like a lot of people make New Year's resolutions for. They might have good intentions, but I'm just saying, just, you know, they, the maths is very clear. It just doesn't work. The younger age group, 18 to 34-year-olds, experience this pressure the most with over a third, 37%, acknowledging this sentiment. Among people aged 35 to 54, more than one in six, 17%, feel similarly pressured, while only 4% of those aged 55 and above share this feeling. Geographically, the most enthusiastic goal setters are found in Liverpool, where two in five, 40%, are planning to set resolutions in 2024. Following closely are Londoners with more than a third, 36%, intending to make resolutions for the new year, while a third of residents in both Newcastle and Edinburgh, 33%, intend to do the same. Here we go, shout out to Norwich coming up. Right, Less than one in six, 14% residents in Brighton have plans to set resolutions in 2024. Similarly, people in Norwich are less inclined, with less than one in five, 18% intending to do so, followed by those in Plymouth and Glasgow, 19%. The majority of people, 57%, either have never set a New Year's resolution in their life or have no plans to do so in 2024. So, younger people make more resolutions. People in Liverpool and London tend to make more New Year's resolutions or have done this year compared to other areas of the UK, like Brighton and Norwich. And Plymouth, don't forget Plymouth and Glasgow. Interesting that, you know, I don't know how far apart Glasgow and Edinburgh are, obviously both in Scotland. There's quite a big shift, isn't there? What was the percentage for Edinburgh? 33% to 19. Yeah, fairly big shift. It's like Edinburgh's like, yeah, let's make some New Year's resolutions in Glasgow, like, just fuck off. I've had enough of your shit, Edinburgh, just fuck off. But yeah, it's very interesting that... I would have thought that Norwich would have been... Because it's quite a... It's an old city, but it's like... I feel a lot of people in Norwich are young that live there. I would have thought it would have been higher, but maybe I'm wrong. So what are the most common or the most popular resolutions for 2024? A lot of these are going to be very, very self-explanatory, and you probably know all of them. There's a couple on here that I didn't think would be on here, and there's a few kind of low down that I thought would be higher up. So the one that takes up 
most of the percentage of people saying they make it their New Year's resolution is exercise more. So 40% say that they want to exercise more. That is their New Year's resolution. And followed by lose weight, which is 35%, very closely linked. And I'll tell you a little bit of a, it's not really a story. So don't, you know, don't expect any narrative piece here. Don't expect like a Stephen King novel. But it's a story nonetheless. So I can't remember what year it was now. It might have been 20, it might have been 2020. Yeah, 2020. That was the year that Christmas was... I managed to enjoy that Christmas, but it was shit. It was shit, right? Um, I was just leaving uh, Aviva. I'd worked at Aviva. Um, when I say I was leaving, I was basically, I was basically told, you're going to fuck off or we're going to push you out. So I fucked off. Uh, I won't go into the reasons why. I'm still a little bit, you know, Still a little bit butthurt over it now, but anyway. So Christmas of 2020, coming up in December, I leave my job. Not a good time to leave your job, especially when you've just agreed to buy a house. Everything's gone through, and you're just waiting for the, you know, the contracts to be signed and whatever. So I was literally panicking my tits fully off fully off so yeah that wasn't that wasn't great but yeah that christmas managed to have a good time because i do like christmas it's my favorite holiday of the year it's probably a lot of people's favorite holiday of the year i don't give a fuck about the other ones to be honest um but yeah i'm just making it i just made it full screen um for people who are watching so i get I leave slash get sacked from from my work or my job. So I'm now jobless going into literally owning a home with a mortgage, banging. And uh, I make the stupid decision at that point, New Year's, going into 2021. No, going into 2020. Sorry. Christmas of 2019 going into 2020. Fucked it. But anyway. So going into 2020, thinking, right, now's a good time, you know, to start getting fit or fitter and eating a bit healthier. It was doomed to fail because I was in such a shit place mentally that I was like, ah, if I just say I'm going to do it, That'll fix it. That'll do it. Let's go. And lo and behold, it didn't. Never happened. If anything, it got worse. Like, I didn't eat healthy. I ate more shit. I was getting less and less, um, what's the word, encouragement to try and get another job. I was When I lost the job, I was really trying. Like, I was fucking sending my CVs to every fucking place I could possibly think of that would have me, right? I was went through a state of getting... When you apply for jobs, I feel like now, maybe it's a little bit better, but 
or maybe it's just the same. I don't know. I haven't done it for a while. But I was uh, applying for jobs, and I wouldn't. I wasn't even getting any response at all. Like they'd ask me to send over a cover letter, CV, whatever. I'd do that. They wouldn't even say, "Nah, you haven't got the job." They'd just leave it. Whether they looked at it or not, I don't know. Never told me. So that was like, I would say for a good three, four months, I was surviving basically on my savings. Uh, so yeah, the, set, the rest of December, I would have been on my savings. January, yeah, March, January, February. Then March came around. And obviously February, we moved into the actual property where i am filming this from now right and then a, a nice thing called um covid came along that was great that put a great kind of twist on things for a lot of people and myself included uh, which meant now that the whole interview process was completely just thrown out the window if i was ever to get a um a kind of an email back to say, oh, yeah, we might be interested. Would you want to come for an interview? And now the whole ball game's just changed because of COVID, right? But I remember I got a job temporarily at a supermarket. Won't name them because they're probably not going to be, they're not going to be looked well upon throughout this process, in my opinion. Um, Bearing in mind, right, my... New Year's resolution is just went out the window within the first week of 2020, straight away, and it's just getting worse. I'm I'm almost going into the opposite direction of what I wanted to do, like, and not just like walking. I'm like going full speed the other fucking way, right? So I get a job at a supermarket, stacking shelves. They want me to do basically temp work. I think this was in maybe March, maybe April, might have been March. But yeah, I uh, I go there, they have an interview with me. The interview was literally, do you have a passport? I provided my passport and my driver's license. And they're like, cool, okay. Um, Can you be, are you free for like a training day? I was like, cool, yeah, sweet. So I did the training day. Um. I went back home after the training day to start the next day as my first proper day, like first proper day. The training day was like, as far as I remember it, it was just like basically, oh, this is how you pick up a box. This is how you don't stab someone. This is how you don't slip on wet floors. It was all that sort of health and safety bullshit. So the first day I get there, I'm meant to be stacking shelves in a certain area of the store. Bear in mind, I have worked for a supermarket before, so it's not like I didn't know what the fuck was involved. But yeah, um, I get there. I'm stacking shelves for about 10 minutes, and then they turn around and say, right, you need to go to a uh, home shop. They they do all the, the basically get all the shopping for people who have their shopping delivered at home. You need to go and help them out. So I was like, cool, okay, whatever. So I do that. And I'm probably there in total for about three hours just helping out. This guy was training me on how to pick stuff up and scan it. And I'm like, 
I already told them that I had worked at another supermarket where I would do this quite regularly. It wasn't my job, but, you know, I'd help out because, you know, orders need to be fulfilled, whatever. And it was exactly the same. Exactly the same. But, yeah, so I was put on there for about two or three hours. I then got pulled in to this random... I think it might have been like a a farm like they've got they had a pharmacy there, right? And there's like a room where they t- can take your blood pressure and weigh you and stuff. It's when I say it's a room, it's basically a, like a fucking closed off cabin thing. So, I went in there, uh, one of the managers I've never even seen or spoke to before um just said you're going to have to go home. And I was like, "Oh, why is that?" I should preference this by saying, or preference this by saying, he asked me to weigh myself on the scales before he told me I had to go home. So I weighed myself. I was obviously over a certain weight. It was it was heavy, let's be honest. It was heavy. Much heavier than I am now. And he said, you're going to have to go home because there's been new you know, guidelines set by the UK government. You're going to have to go home. And you can't work. You literally can't work because of COVID. I was like, you fucking joking. Like, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm here. I'm doing the work. I'm fine. So that's how bad my New Year's resolution went, right? So bad that I don't know what the weight, the catchment weight or the, the cutoff point was, but I feel like I gained so much weight from the end of 2019 to March, April of 2020. I was like, wow. That's a New Year's resolution down the drain. So, yeah. Fortunately, I then picked up a job a couple of months later, which I'm still in now. But, yeah, it was not a good time. That was a shit New Year's. That that New Year's resolution went up in flames immediately. And I feel like it's probably not that strange of an occurrence to be honest let's have a look i'm sorry about the massive tangent that was a tangent and a half but story time you just just gotta have them sometimes so let's have another look at this list improved diet again that's one that is always going to be up there 33 percent so with diet i feel like people with with me, again, short story time again, with me, improving my diet has been something I've done before. I've now kind of reversed. So I've lost quite a bit of weight before. I think the most I've lost is probably about six, maybe six, seven stone, right? Which is quite a lot. Now, this was... In 2016, I think that was like the lightest, in my adult life, the lightest I've been. Uh, I remember I would literally have like one meal a day. I'd maybe have one snack, maybe two snacks throughout the day. And the snack would be like an apple with some peanut butter. It sounds gross, but it's actually really nice. Don't come at me for that. Okay, I'm 
just just try it before you slate it. That's all I'm saying. If you don't like apple or you don't like peanut butter, I understand. But yeah, I'd have like two snacks throughout the day and then I'd have an evening meal. And my evening meal would normally be, I worked at a supermarket and uh, I would work quite late. So I'd finish at like 10 a couple of nights of the week. I'd literally just pick up like a stir fry kit and fuck off when I when I was leaving. And that's what I'd have, like maybe some rice noodles, a stir fry kit with like hoisin sauce, um, satay sauce, whatever I could get. And sometimes I wouldn't even get raw chicken. I'd just go to the cooked chicken aisle, get some cooked chicken and fuck off home. Quite a lot of the time you'd see some of that on the um, reduced section, reduced to clear, so I could get it even cheaper. Banging. So I basically lost most of my weight at that time by just eating better and eating less. Then I put all the weight back on, you know, gradually getting bigger and bigger, gradually getting more and more healthy. And now I've kind of done the exact reverse of what I did because I was kind of dead set against going to the gym at that point in my life. I just didn't feel like I wanted to do it. The only thing I would do maybe is like play sport or something every, you know, every week, maybe a couple of times a week. But now I've gone completely the other way. I I don't eat bad. I still only have one meal a day, but I don't eat. It's not like I'm eating a salad or I'm eating... Um, something you would consider overwhelming, overwhelmingly healthy. Like, literally the other night, I had loaded chips. Like, my homemade loaded chips. Very nice. Like, it was basically like chili loaded chips. And there were some vegetables in it. You know, there's a pepper, there's an onion, um, there's a bit of mushrooms. You know what I mean? But it's not a great... It's not the best meal you could have. But... I'm still losing weight because I'm basically using I'm using more energy than I'm refilling. Does that make sense? Fuck it. I'll go to the calories. It makes sense when you speak about calories. Right. I'm in a calories deficit, basically. I'm using more calories, I'm burning more calories than I'm eating, essentially. Now, could I do it better? Could I eat maybe two meals a day instead of one and have two better meals? Probably. But I feel like you've got to do what works for you and that's been working for me for a while now, so I don't really want to change it at this point. I will have to at some point because as my weight comes down, the calories that I will be burning per day will come down too because I'm carrying less weight around. Um, So, you know... There's that balance to strike. But I'm saying is it's not just one way to do it. It is possible to do it the way I've done it. Preferably, you do it the way where you improve both at the same time. But if you feel like that's too much, I'm not going to give you the advice to do it because I'm just not in any way inclined. <laughs> I'm I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. So... Don't take what I say for gospel, but I'm just saying what worked for me. When I lost my first big chunk of weight, like at the end of 2016 was where I was probably my lightest in my adult life. 
So at that point, I had basically done no extra levels of exercise. No extra levels. The only time I'd go out was if someone invited me out to go and play football. A few of my mates would play football or would go and uh, fucking, I don't know, play. Do we, do we even play rugby? I don't think we ever played rugby. Maybe tennis, maybe squash every now and again, but mostly football. But that wasn't like four days a week. That was like one day, maybe two days a week at maximum. Some weeks we never went out. So it is possible, and that that way of doing it, in my opinion, is shit. I hated every fucking meal time that I had because I knew I was basically surviving at that point because I'd done no extra levels of fitness or exercise. I was basically surviving on about 1,400 calories, maybe a push 1,500 calories a day. Which, it don't take a lot. It don't take a lot. Like a stir fry would probably be, if I put chicken in it, that would probably be like, you know, depending on the portion size, that could be, you know, 600 to 800 calories. So, yeah. But, again, I was in a calorie deficit, so it worked. It's, I would say it's much more enjoyable what I'm doing now because I can have food that I still consider to be not overwhelmingly healthy, but still food that I enjoy. And I do like stir-fries. I'm just saying that I was having basically stir-fries every night. Whereas now I'm having a much more varied diet and I can have food that's not great, but I can still lose weight and do what I want to do fitness-wise. So, no, again... Not advice. Not advice. I'm just telling you what I've done. What I've done. Reduce stress. I'm telling you now. I know I've just said I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. Stress. Again, 24% of people wanted to uh, reduce stress. I've gone to stress because that is, in my opinion, linked heavily with your exercise level and the food that you eat. Personally, obviously, there's other factors like, you know, if you've got family stuff going on, other stuff in your life that job can create stress. But a big part for me has been changing my exercise level. I feel like my stress has gone down, which is good, positive. Uh, Going back up to financial goals, I think that's a big one for everyone at the moment, to be honest. Like, I've never felt like right now... more of a time to try and claw your fucking way to a financial goal it's it's so hard it's so hard but what i'm saying with all these things is i would personally wait after january to make these decisions because january is like by the end of january you don't even know what the fuck's going on like you don't even realize it's really 2024 yet you're still writing 2023 down. I'll just wait. That's my personal opinion. That's what I mean by this podcast. I want it to be slightly uplifting. I don't want it to be doom and gloom. I don't want people to be down because they've failed at their New Year's resolution or they've broken their New Year's resolution within the first few days of January. I just think it's a completely 
stacked against you time to make these sort of decisions and make these life choices personally enhance emotional well-being 22% of people want to do that that's quite a good one um i think we all need to do that to be honest make for more time for hobbies that was a big one for me um one that i do struggle to keep to be honest quite a lot but i have stuck like i still play guitar um i know one of my hobbies i mentioned in the vip podcast uh, that I haven't done for a while is gaming. I haven't gamed in like two months, best part of two months, and that's something I really enjoy doing. So I need to make time for that. I need to make time for that. Um, improve relationships. Again, another one. These are all very, very, I'd say, easy ones to guess. Improve career goals. I feel like improved career goals and financial goals are so heavily linked with um, especially like our generation and maybe the generation below. Maybe the generation above have got different, you know, sets of parameters that they need to apply to that. This is the one that I didn't think would be that high. But, you know, I, I don't do this. Maybe I should do this. Meditate regularly and mindfulness. 17% choosing the objective of meditating regularly as a New Year's resolution. I must admit, I don't do that. I don't even know the last time I... I do breathing exercises sometimes. Does that count as meditation? I don't do it every day. I'll probably do it maybe like once a week. It needs to be more than that, I know. But if I ever feel a little bit stressed... And it only works for a little bit of stress. If I'm like absolutely mega, 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 mega fucked off, then me going to, ah, oh, why don't you try breathing through your nose? That's not going to work, is it? You're going to turn around and fucking want to lump me one. Um, so with a little bit of stress, you know, if I get a difficult customer on the phone or something hasn't gone to plan, minor, um, I breathe, you know, slowly through my nose. That's what helps me sometimes. It doesn't work all the time. It's not like a one-trick fucking, you know, a cheat code. But it works some of the time for me. Practice gratitudes. Uh, I'm assuming that means, you know, thanking people and making people feel, you know, that you're grateful for what they're doing or for what they've done. That's my guess. I don't know. I think, again, quite a lot of people want to do that but again that's higher up on the list than i thought these these three i'm about to read out i thought would be way higher drink less alcohol quit smoking and reduce time on social media uh i would love personally to reduce time on social media this year uh i feel like i can't though i mean i can but i can't because you know, I'm literally making content for social media. And someone who, I, I must admit, like, I'm not, like, the most clued up on things. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, keeping up with the fucking beefs on YouTube and shit. I don't really watch anything 
other than what I subscribe to, really. Um, <laughs> I would like to spend less time on social media just because I feel like less time I can spend on social media is more time I can be perhaps gaming or you know playing guitar or, or another hobby or trying to you know exercise some more maybe do another day at the gym maybe I could make some more time for any of those other things on the list there that other people are clearly wanting to do but yeah, quit smoking and drink less alcohol, I thought would be way further up the list. Again, that might be generational because I think smoking, as in like smoking cigarettes and roll-ups, I feel like that's dying out with the younger generation. I mean, literally, it will be gone. There's a certain point where you will, will never be able to buy cigarettes or tobacco uh, anymore. But it's been replaced by vaping. So I don't know if quit smoking is just smoking cigarettes or whether that includes vaping or not. I would suggest it doesn't. But drinking less alcohol, I would have thought would have been higher. Much higher. That's a very common one. And again, I feel like doing that, making these decisions at the such close proximity to a time where you've just fucking drunk shit tons is just not a good idea personally it's just not going to work it doesn't work i've never had the problem of drinking less alcohol uh, i just don't i just don't enjoy alcohol you know really that much i'll have like an odd beer or whatever or you know a rum and dr pepper captain pepper you got to have one of them um, but it's just not the it's not my thing. Quit smoking. Smoking is one that I've I've done before. I've stopped smoking. I've started smoking. And when I say I've started smoking, I when I do smoke, it's very small amounts. I'm not like having twenty a day. We're having like maybe one to two a day. But still, it's smoking. Um, so yeah, that would probably be, if I was going to pick one that I haven't done already, that I would like to do. Maybe, no, I don't know, because making more time for hobbies is definitely high up on my list. So yeah. But obviously, the amount of smoke that you can minimise, the better. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I go through stages. I like not smoke for weeks months and then i just have a couple 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 more it's yeah it's a shit thing to do like i understand why it's being banned i totally understand it's just like why are we selling this shit but also at the same time it's freedom if people want to buy that shit people want to do that shit it's their money it's their money but yeah let's have another swig of this uh Lemon zero sugar. Made with real fruit. Made with real fruit. Not fake. No artificial colours or flavourings. There you go. Oh my god. Why is it so fizzy still? You know when you, you have like a, a fizzy drink and it almost feels like you drank it and then it's come back up 
that's coming out of your nose. Why does it do that? Why? It's almost like we shouldn't be drinking it, you know. <sighs> but it is nice, you know. Don't don't let what you've just seen there think that it's not nice because it is. Please sponsor the pod. Cheers. Vive. Great. That's a that's a great shot. That is. Lemon zero sugar. I do rate it though. Do rate it. I remember Christmas last year and the year before that and the year before that. I mentioned that I liked Fanta Lemon like once in a conversation, maybe. And I then got three years running, like 48 cans of Christmas. 48 fucking cans of Fanta Lemon. I mean, I was buzzing, but I wouldn't drink them all in a year because I don't have them that often. I don't. I can't have Fanta Lemon. Like I can't. Maybe the maximum I could have like in a row is two, and I wouldn't drink them every day. So it's getting to the next Christmas, and I still had cans left over from the last Christmas. Um, I might even have some cans still in in my fridge there from the Christmas before last. So fucking hell. New Year's resolution: drink less Fanta Lemon, and that that's one I did succeed in because I don't really drink it anymore. And if I do have um, like a carbonated drink, it is usually Pepsi Max. But we did get a soda stream. A soda stream, so I have got access readily available as long as I get the gas. Um, the gas canisters are a bit of a fucking rip-off, if I'm honest. I mean, they're 23 quid now for a replacement gas canister. You do get £10 off if you take your old one in to a shop. It's very rare that I do my shopping in a shop. I'll do it online mostly. So that means I've got to make a special trip to trade this old fucking canister in to get £10 off. But yeah, look, here's what it is. I like Pepsi. I like Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max Cherry. I do love it. So it was a good present. I got that the Christmas before, we, before last. And we've used it a lot. So again... I think it was about 100 quid. I'm not going to recommend it just because they're not sponsoring it. I've, I've done enough fucking sponsored pieces without getting paid today. Done it. Done it. Soda Stream. Others may be available. I don't know. But that's the one we've got. Takes your fancy. Give it a look. I do. I am massively upset that they don't do a kind of Dr. Pepper-ish flavour. They used to, called Dr. Pete. Fucking awful name. Who the fuck thought of that? Why? But Dr. Pete was the uh, the kind of knockoff version of Dr. Pepper, like the syrup that you put into the soda stream. Gutted. I can't get that anywhere at the moment. Gutted. Because I want to try it. Apparently it's really good. Or was really good. But yeah. New Year's resolutions. Back to what we were talking about. Sorry, I've been sidetracked so much in this podcast. I hope you've kept up. I hope you, you know, if you switched off, uh, I understand. Like, I know. There's tangents on, upon tangents on this podcast. But yeah, New Year's resolutions. The one thing I, I want people to take away from this podcast, if they do take anything away from our podcast, is that 
I don't want you to be down or fucking upset about breaking your New Year's resolution because you are 100% not alone. 100%. And I'm about to basically... I want to I just make you realise that doing it now is not a good idea and doing it later might be better. So, I'm going to read out some stats for you, just to make you feel a bit better, because it made me feel better about New Year's resolutions that I've broken in the past. Right, so, how long does the average New Year's resolution last? So, Brits, again, this is about Brits, and if you're listening from, you know, America, Australia, wherever you are in a world that isn't Britain, obviously we don't know. I'm sure the statistics for where you live are available. But I'm just reading about Britain. Brits who have successfully struck... Stuck. I can't even read. Right. Successfully stuck to their New Year's resolutions in the past claim to have typically maintained them for four and a half months, extending their commitment through to mid-May. For one in five individuals setting New Year goals, 21%, their resolutions are likely to last less than one month. The largest portion, more than a third, 34%, state that their most recent goal has lasted for between one and three months. On the whole, almost one in six people, approximately 17%, stick to their resolutions for four to six months. Another 9% persist with their goals for six to nine months and 6% for nine to 12 months. Despite the average New Year's resolution not standing the test of time, among those who have set resolutions in the past, more than three in five, 62%, report that they have stuck to at least one for a year. I think that might be a lie. But, you know, all these might be a lie. It's basically opinions at the end of the day. Notably, approximately half of Britons, 51%, has successfully maintained at least one New Year's goal over the long term, lasting from the time they have set it to the present. So it's about a 50-50 is what we're getting at here. 50-50 split. And I guarantee you that those 51% of people who claim that they have successfully, successfully maintained a New Year's resolution for at least one year. I guarantee it's something like small, manageable, attainable, realistic. I don't think those people who set the goal of losing like fucking 10 stone in a year, because some people come up with some random, like literally the most unattainable, unrealistic goal, and then are absolutely just broken when it doesn't work. It's like, you can't, you've got to be, like, a bit more realistic. So maybe go for, your New Year's resolution is, go for more walks. Go out and do stuff more. Go out and socialise more. Those are the ones that I think the 51% is including in. I don't think if these people made those resolutions on January the 1st or like the first few days of January, I don't think it would have been things like lose weight, exercise more, eat more healthy, 
So I'm just saying, if 50% of people fail and 50% of people succeed, there's going to be a lot of crossover. So don't feel bad for it. Overall, I've said it a couple of times, wait. Wait until after January. Even if you must set it in January, set it like halfway through. You've got Christmas and New Year's is, is now not ancient history, but it is very much history. The decorations are down. All the food's gone. It's either been thrown away or it's been eaten. Whatever. All the presents are like, you know, fully away. Aren't in arm's reach that for, you know, the foreseeable future. You know what happens with, you know, when I was a kid, I'd get a toy, love it for about a day. In the fucking drawer I went. Never saw the twat again. Never again. So, yeah, look. Just make it realistic. And it becomes more realistic if you give it a bit of time. If you just make the knee-jerk reaction of like, oh, I need to have a fucking resolution because everyone else has said they've got resolutions. I need one. That's where you just go, ah, I want to lose weight. Uh, I want to eat more healthy. Uh, I want to go to the gym. Blah, blah, blah. Just think about it a bit more. Give yourself a bit of time to breathe. Then go again, you know? And the important thing is, like, another thing that I don't know if they mention in this is, like, once people break, like, say you had the New Year's resolution of going to the gym, right? If you then go to the gym for, like, two weeks and then you break it, it doesn't fucking mean that you don't do it anymore, right? Just because you don't go for a week doesn't mean that you can't go for the rest of your fucking life. If you need a break from it, take a break. I've had a break. You know, there have been a couple of weeks where I haven't been every single session. There's been a week where I didn't. Go, I only went for one session. I felt shit for it going back the week after. I felt like, wow, I really need to try and be as consistent as I can. It just don't beat yourself up for breaking something slightly. If you then, if you go for like two weeks and then never go again for like two years, all right, probably want to sort yourself out. But if you have like a week, two weeks, even a month break, it is literally the same effort you put in before. It's not any extra. It's not realistically, it's not any extra. Unless like you're now having to crawl to the gym or you have to crawl to the shop, whereas you had a car before, you know what I mean? It's the same journey, it's the same place. Just, I don't know, this is probably going to be completely ridiculous advice. But I was going to say, just, just fucking chill out about it. You know, do some breathing exercises. Breathe through your nose, you know? That's a bit of an ASMR for you. I mean... You can tell I've got a bit of a bogey up one end or one side of the nose. Do you know what I mean? Probably didn't need to know that, but you could hear it. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, just get your resolutions. If you want to call it, don't even call them resolutions because I feel the more you try and tag on to this new, this like fad thing that resolutions have been for what seems like fucking eternity. I think the more you will just see it as the fad that it is and then just realise that it's not going to work. Yeah. 
whatever your New Year's resolution is or whatever you want to do, you want to improve or you want to stop, whatever it's going to be that's going to be positive for you and people around you, I wish you the best of luck. I really do. I wish you the best of luck. I wish you to succeed in whatever you want to try and succeed in. Whether it be stop drinking, going to the gym, doing more exercise, eating healthier, drinking more water. You know, I, it doesn't matter what it is. Taking the dog for more walks, going off for more walks yourself, seeing family more, gaming more, playing musical instruments more, whatever it is. I hope and I pray that you give yourself time to do it and that you give yourself the best chance of succeeding in it because it's going to be better for you in the long run. I feel, and I've said it before, I feel fucking so much better physically for going to the gym. Honestly, like, I was struggling. I wasn't I went struggling to walk, but if I walked for like two, three minutes consistently, I'd be fucking gassed out, man. And I weren't even walking fast. Not even uphill, just on flat ground. But now I'm, I'm a lot better. Like, if I walk for like, 20 minutes that's where I'm like okay right this is getting a bit shit now bit shit but going from that like being out of breath of walking for like two minutes three minutes to where I am now it's just night and day and I've only done I've done less than a year at the gym less than a year started in April and it's now January so yeah just do what you want to do Put your mind to it, do it, give yourself the best chance of it being success. And I really feel like the best chance you can give yourself is by picking something realistic and not doing it within the first few days of January. Pretty simple. That's my advice. But anyway, you might have a different story. You might be one of the people who, you know, decided like, right, I'm going to win Tour de France and I can't even ride a bike without stabilizers. And you just did it like the next year. You might have been that person. I don't know. I don't know. Who am I to judge? I don't, I'm not going to judge you. You can do that. That's a fucking sick thing to do. Go and do it. I mean, it took me about three months to learn how to ride a bike without stabilizers, but you know what I mean? That's just me. You might be able to do it in like four seconds. You might just come out of the womb with that knowledge. Be like, I don't need these stabilizers. I've got the balance of a gazelle. I don't even know. Do gazelles have good balance? I'd imagine they do. Gazelle, like if you say the name gazelle, you think, oh, that's quite, you know, quite a poised creature. Something that's uh, got maybe half decent balance, good speed, good turn, direction. Gets mauled quite a lot by uh, some predators, like big cats. But it's graceful. It dies gracefully. Where the fuck am I going with this? Who knows? This is what I mean. This is what happens. When I do a podcast by myself, I'm given far, far too much room and and uh, space to just say what I am thinking. And it's, it's, not, it's not a good place. It's not a good place to be. But I don't know if I can change now because it's too close to January. It's pointless me making a New Year's resolution because it won't work right now. But yeah, thank you for watching, everyone. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a really good Christmas and New Year. And like I said, anything that you put your mind to that you want to do that you think is going to be positive for you or the people around you, 
I wish you the best of luck. I really do. And I think if you take the steps, or at least some of you, if you take the steps that we've discussed, I think you've got a better chance of doing it. But more power to you. If you're doing it now, more power to you. Go for it. And let us know in the comments how your New Year's resolutions are going. Maybe there's a few of you that have already broke. It will be a... Uh, I'll try to make it as judge-less. That doesn't even make sense. There will be no judgment from me, at least, in your broken New Year's resolutions because I've broken way, way, way too many to ever be able to be in a position to judge. But yeah, Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you in the next one, if I can speak. Up the Atma. Bye-bye for now.